Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast, the space where we explore common misunderstandings of how life works, allowing us to gain new perspectives on health, wealth, relationships, and much more. Life doesn't have to be hard work. It can be a flowing collection of experiences if we learn some simple truths about how our experience is created. Through this understanding, we realize that at a fundamental level, we are all already whole and perfect. Okay, we're live. Hi, Maggie. Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast. Hi, Jason. Yeah, I've been um, looking forward to this conversation and I was, I was reflecting back on what we talked about last week, you know, and um, I was just, it just made me think about how much judgment I had of myself, you know, after I, I, I that's kind of what I got out of our conversation was that like, um, we find this understanding and then we think we should be a certain way. You know, that was kind of like what I what I was really interested in hearing about, you know, like from, from what we mm-hmm. got. And and I felt like that, that was something that you what you were telling me about was was a similar experience that you had, you know, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like um so that's been in my mind since we had that conversation last week, that's been in my mind this week, you know, and I caught myself a few times so judgmental over my style of coaching so judgmental over whether I did or didn't say something you know and it was like and I think that um and I've been on other calls with people where they've talked about that as well you know like suffering Mm -hmm. you know like that suffering Mm -hmm. that it's kind of like it should be a certain way so I I don't know where we jump off but I'd love you know that's kind of where I'd love to love to look Mm -hmm. you know and 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 in that way and, and just see what comes out of it. Yeah, it was actually really interesting because after we finished that conversation, I was wondering, because you were asking how, I'm not sure what I'm going to do about the title, like I'm not sure what title to give to that podcast. And as I was walking back home, because actually when we were talking, I was sitting in in a sort of middle of a forest, like surrounded by these bluebells, you know, it was a very magical moment. And I thought to myself, really, if I were to give it a title, and I'm suggesting that this is the title you should be giving, but it will be really about a journey of embracing our humanness fully. Yeah. You know, it's about embracing our humanness fully. And this is to me how I would uh, basically call my journey from the moment I came across the three principles right up till now. So we're mm. talking now, oh my God, this is actually freaking terrifying. That's nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't believe it. Um, oh, anyway, so I'm going to try not to <laughs> let it get me down. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the outside and understanding, right? But um, yeah, at first, you know, it was incredible because... I think most of us, obviously, uh, until we discover something new, we, we, we do live from the outside in understanding, yeah. right? Which is that all the circumstances, the people, the weather, the everything is causing us to feel something. And so, you know, probably just like everybody else who comes across through principles at the beginning, I had a really tough time 
you know, uh, sort of opening myself up to this idea that that's not the case. And even if I saw evidence of that being true, I still was skeptical. But what about this problem? And what about my relationship? But my partner really said this. And, you know, this really happened. And you're telling me that this is, you know, how I'm feeling is all caused by my thoughts and not him or that and, you know, and so on and so forth. But after I was so exhausted by debating with Michael, you know, and, <laughs> you know, back and forth and like, you know, doing the entire intellectual, what was it basically an intellect, trying to understand intellectually, it was like an intellectual analysis, you know, I gave up and all, and the moment I gave up trying to understand it, that's when, when, you know, the penny dropped, so to speak, you know, when, when I just relaxed and I was just like, just open myself up to this um, new way of seeing things. That's when that happened. When I stopped fighting, when I, when I actually stopped trying to understand it. And so once it hit me, it really hit me. And I was, I was telling you, I was living for about six six months on what I can only describe like a cloud nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was just in this Zen zone, you know, there was literally nothing that would possibly uh, sort of get me down. You know, I had the same problems, the same issues, the same situations were still happening, you know, but my experience was completely different. And I remember that, I even at some point said to Michael, what is wrong with me? I can't get angry. I'm not getting upset. Is that normal? Right? So, and so my first misunderstanding, I would say at the beginning was, oh, so this is, this is how cool it's going to be from now on. You know, now that I experienced, experienced this awakening, right? You know, this is, this is how it's going to be. I'm always going to be this way. I'm always going to be so Zen and, you know, there will be no suffering anymore in my life, right? Until, you know, things started happening again. I started getting caught up in my thoughts and uh, I started feeling low again and I started freaking out because once again, I had this understanding that I made up myself in my head, which was that now that I know about three principles, now that I understand uh, what it all means, I should not be feeling bad. I should not be feeling low. I should not be feeling angry, you know, and things like that. And here's the thing that really got me. And actually, you really made me think about this. I thought a lot about it after we finished talking, you know, yeah. how talking about that embracing of, of humanness, right? I, I actually did the opposite. I, I actually was fighting this human experience. I was fighting this being angry, feeling low, feeling upset, feeling depressed. And not only that I was fighting it in myself, I was pretending that I was fine in front of everybody else. Right? So in other words, because people noticed a huge change in me, you know, a huge change. Uh, and they knew that I was doing coaching and they knew that I was working with Michael and they knew, they basically knew that I've experienced some kind of transformation, you know, cause it was, it really was visible, you know? Mm. Um, 
you know, I felt that I have to be always okay because I was telling them that, you know, once you know three principles, you're like, okay, regardless of what's going on in your life. And all of a sudden shit is happening in my life. I'm feeling shit, you know, <laughs> right. And I now, and I'm now making it even harder on myself by trying to pretend in front of everybody else that I'm okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the result, so, it, and it wasn't only, uh, it wasn't only about me. I, I felt completely disconnected because of that, because it was almost as if I was acting, you know, it was an act of me pretending that I'm okay when I really wasn't and mm-hmm. being able to admit to them, no, actually I'm struggling at the moment. So you can imagine how that affects your connection with any human being when you're like that, when you're not being authentic, you know, there is no real connection then. And it it moved sort of even farther because another manifestation of that was that uh, whenever people were telling me that they feel depressed or anxious or something like that, I felt completely disconnected from them because I was like, I know where your feelings really do come from. You just don't see this, but you're really okay. You know, that that kind of thing. I'm not saying that I would always say it to them, but this is what will be happening in my head, Hmm. which means it made me the opposite of a compassionate person, right? Because here's what I was doing. I wasn't actually allowing myself to have a human experience. And in my head, I wasn't allowing others to have their human experience. Wow. You know, it's so powerful, isn't it? You know, what came to me when you were speaking was like, we just make up, you know, when you say, when I've got this understanding, it's kind of like how we make up what this understanding means, you know, and that's what, that's what was, was um, where my mind went with it. And it was like, yeah, there is no such thing as this understanding, you know, it's kind of like, that's just made up too. You know, and it's like um, it's so easy to fall into that, um, not having, not allowing, or thinking that the human there's some failure in our understanding of the three principles when we're having a human mm-hmm. experience. So that's kind of mm-hmm. you know, like, and and yeah, I'm you know guilty of that too. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that, and and the thing is like you know, and of course uh, I can only see it now. In hindsight, I didn't see it, uh, uh, you know, at the time when it was happening. But now when I look back, honestly, I, I, I really lost connection with a lot of people close to me. Mm. Because, and you know what, I wouldn't be, because I was, I can now see how to them, I was showing up as this cold person that wasn't really understanding what they were going through. You know, and even if I didn't say anything, it's sort of, it, you know, you can feel somebody's energy. You can feel if someone is compassionate toward you or not in a moment or they understand you. You can feel that, right? And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people at the time who came across me and shared with me some problems and I was just standing there looking sort of, and, <laughs> You know, I wouldn't be surprised if many of them thought to themselves that I was really an asshole. Like, it really wouldn't surprise me. You know, I would just, 
uh, not something I'm, I'm saying, it's not nice to think that or say that, but you know, I really wouldn't be surprised because I, I am pretty sure that I could have easily come across this way because I was not able to connect with them. I was not able to listen properly to them. I was not able to be present because like I said, I wasn't allowing them to have their experience, mm. you know? So, so, so I, I, I can't tell you how long it lasted, but it lasted for a while. It definitely lasted for, for, for quite a, quite a long while. And I'm not quite sure when, when, what happened when, when it ended, but, but I vividly remember that this was, when I look back at my journey, talking about in the context of embracing my humanness, this was, this was this definitely one thing. Then there was this thing about, um, oh yeah, so even though, even though I thought, even though intellectually knew, I knew it was okay not to be okay, I really wasn't okay with not being okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, you know? So, and I, and I remember the moment I realized that the moment I have to tell myself that it's just the thought, it means that I don't really see it. Mm. Because when you really see it, your experience changes by default, right? If you have to tell yourself, this is just the thought, then this is just you intellectually reminding yourself what it is all about, but really not, uh, not feeling it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, it's so clear when you see it that way, you know, and I, and I think for me, for me, for sure, you know, you know, I definitely, um, when I get caught up in it, you know, I, I, it looks so real. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? That thinking looks so real in the moment, you know, that it's like, mm-hmm. when, like my intellect is always available for me to say, it's just a thought, it's just a thought. But the reality is, I mean, I used to say that I used to say to Michael, you know, I know it's just my thinking, but you know, but. And, and I said like, <laughs> no, you don't actually know that it's just your thinking, you know, you, mm-hmm. it's kind mm-hmm. of like, you think, you know, mm-hmm. but it's that, mm-hmm. but actually that stops me from seeing further because when I think I know I'm stuck at the level of my intellect, right? I, I'm mm-hmm. not open to seeing it as anything more than that. I just think that I know what it is and, yeah. and you know, I get stuck there. Mm-hmm. But there is another, there is another in terms of this sort of my own misunderstandings and little traps is that, you know, actually, even, yeah, let me, let me say this, because this is, this is what just occurred to me, actually, that at some point, I actually realized that even once you, once you get the three principles once, you never go back. So even if you're operating at the level of intellectual understanding at times, right? In those yeah. moments when you say to yourself, this is just the thought, yeah. you are still ahead than most people. Yeah. And, and I think when we come across different principles, very often once we get it, we constantly, uh, we have this, okay, I'm not saying we, I'm saying I. This was what I have been doing, which was that I was expecting these deep experiences. I was experiencing, I was expecting these insights to just come one after another that are going to make my experience even deeper and me being even more awakened and like blah, 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 right? And that was a trap, you know, because 
that's not life. Life is exactly jumping between remembering that it's just a thought and forgetting, remembering and forgetting. And really life to me is just a dance between remembering and forgetting and just being okay with doing the dance. You know, it really is like that. It's not about just focusing on, you know, those moments when we remember. It's, it's both. It's the moments when we remember and the moments when we forget. It's all the same. It's part of the same process. So mm. when I was telling you about that moment when for the first time in my life, I experienced what I would call depression. Okay, mm. it only lasted a few days, but I think this was the closest to what people describe as depression, mm. right? Which uh, I, I can tell you that the, the way I, I felt I was completely alone in the world, this is how I would describe it, mm. that no one who, who was able to understand what I was going through. And I felt like I was going to be sucked into, into some kind of black hole and disappear. This is how I felt. So it was like literally mentally, it was psychologically, this was the lowest of the lowest I've ever experienced in my entire life, right? And when I came out, so it was awful. And all my knowledge or understanding of three principles was nowhere to be seen, okay? It was, it, you know, it was nowhere to be seen. But when I came out of it, I realized that just because I didn't have any insights, just because knowing about the three principles seemed to be completely irrelevant and unhelpful, it still was. Because in the midst of that complete darkness that I was experiencing in my head, I still felt like I was okay somewhere underneath. You know what I mean? I still felt like I was held even though I was completely falling apart in, you know, in my head. And I think that this is where I realized that if I had that experience before I came across the three principles, I wouldn't feel that way. I would act, I think I would actually fall apart. You know what I mean? So even though at the time, when I was sinking into that, what I would describe as this black hole, my only understanding of three principles was intellectual. And I just knew that I was completely and utterly caught up in my thinking. That was enough for me to not lose it completely. And I knew that this is the difference that it was a blessing to know that that's all that, that was happening and that it wasn't life that it was in my circumstances, that it was in me. Do you see what I, do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. Uh, the word that comes to mind is when it, in Sid's books and when Sid talks about knowing, you know, like as in capital letters, you know, like something you mm -hmm. really know. And, and I can definitely liken that to my own experience that like when it seems like before I had the understanding, you know, it's kind of like, I'm always trying to fix that, you know, it's, I'm always looking mm -hmm. for a solution for it, or I'm talking about myself as mm -hmm. broken or damaged mm -hmm. or always like this. I'm wrapped up in the story of me. But mm -hmm. when I, when I know, you know, when I know that like, this is just experience and it will pass, you know, it's kind of like, I'm kind of not liking it still, you know, and I wish I didn't have it, but like also right. knowing that it's not going to make me fall apart and I don't need to fix it. And I don't need to, 
lump it on top of all the other shit that I've done and talk about the story mm-hmm. of me uh, depressive and I'm still so you know so it it, it feels like um, yeah it's still a shitty experience but like there's something inside me that just kind of knows that this will pass and that it'll be okay you know exactly and you know what and and Jason that's the difference that's the difference I believe between the majority of people and people who come across your principles is that even though you're still human and you're still going through and have can have those kind of horrible, horrible experiences, the difference is that you know it's going to pass. Mm. The difference is that you can have hope, right? And, and I think that the people who are suffering uh, so much, uh, you know, constantly being in that state is simply because they don't have that hope. They don't know that it can, they don't even know that it can pass, right? Whereas once you come uh, across the three principles, even though you're in that experience, even though you're not having any insights, even though you're not shifting, (laughs) it doesn't shift in any way, you know, that knowledge alone, even though it's at that moment is sort of intellectual, is enough for you to have hope. It's enough for you to know that it will eventually pass right whether you're going to do something about it or not it doesn't matter and i think it's it's really we sort of underestimate the importance of having hope and knowing that things can be knowing that things pass knowing that it doesn't have to be that way forever you know and i think that that's that's the difference between which, which is why i said that if I had that experience of that the depression, the few days of what I would describe as depression, before I came to uh, principles, it would be a completely different. Ex- I, I honestly, I'm terrified to even think what would happen to me, you know, mm. versus having that experience once I've gained the understanding of their principles. So, uh, two different ball games, in my view, you know. Yeah, you know, hope has got to be the ultimate word out of all of that. You know, I think that I was I was thinking about it that um, you know I work with people with addictions a lot, and it's like sometimes they're quite resistant, you know, like to mm-hmm. to to finding help, but it's always because they're hopeless. Always, you know, it's kind of right? they just don't see, you know, that there's any right? other way, and it's like they've found a way in their psychology to cope mm-hmm. with what they think is their reality, you know, and it's kind of like that they, they just don't see that there's another way. And, and like when you were talking, I kind of thought, you know, having a depression or an experience of a, a low state of mind, low mood for an extended period of time without any hope, you know, like becomes devastating. But when you, it's got, devastating. when you've got hope that you know that this will pass, when you've got hope that you, it will be okay again, because you know that, how the system works you know it's kind of like then it's different right but not only that jason it's look what we're doing normally what we all do whether we have the understanding of three principles or not we're all doing the same thing when we're in a low mood it we go into why am i feeling this way as as soon as you ask yourself the question why you're going Mm. to find all these reasons outside of ourselves that are contributing or creating your experience right so mm. when you go if this is another reason why i'm saying that if i had the depressive experience before i came across three principles that is exactly what i was uh, what i would be doing 
And then I would be sinking even farther and farther and farther because my situation on the outside also would look hopeless. So not only my situation on the inside would look hopeless, my situation on the outside would look hopeless as well, right? Mm. So then I'm sinking and sinking and sinking because now I'm getting depressed about how much I will have to change on the outside in order to feel different on the inside, right? Mm. Whereas I knew that, yes, of course that in that moment I thought, oh, I must be going through this because this or because of that. But deep down, I knew that this was bullshit. Mm. Deep down, I, I knew better now to know to not buy into this idea that the reason why I'm feeling so depressed is, has anything to do with whatever was happening to me on the outside, you know? Yeah. So I'm curious, like, you know, because like you was saying about your experience you know i'm curious like how it changed you know and and, and i guess anyone listening is because like i think what we've talked about a lot is is a very common experience you know and and i think we mm-hmm. drift in and out of that i drift in and out of that and other mm-hmm. people i speak to even with the understanding drift in and out of that human experience you know with mm-hmm. sometimes with judgment and sometimes mm-hmm. without you know mm-hmm. but i think what i got from you in our conversation last week was that that you seem to see it differently now and and it, and it felt like what you were telling me about was going on that journey of embrace how you put it embracing your humanness you know mm-hmm. i'd, love to, I'd mm-hmm. love to hear more about that you know i mean it's hard to explain but so i i told you about uh, the epi- the the thing that happened to me in december right yeah and this is where i realized that I've moved farther in my, in my personal journey with mm. understanding the three principles, which is that my, you know, my partner had a stroke yeah. and it was a really, really terrifying. It was just before Christmas and it was a really terrifying experience. I actually went into this freeze mode, you know, when, when that moment happened and uh, and from that moment on, I was experiencing for the first time incredibly in, like this feelings of anxiety. I've, I've never felt so anxious in my entire life. Like I felt for about, about three weeks after that happened, you know, after mm-hmm. that incident. And I was also going through a lot of anger, a, a lot, just a lot of really intense emotions like I've never experienced before in terms of the variety and intensity in such a short span of time. And, and this is the difference between, you know, what I was talking about, the depressing, the, the period when I felt so depressed and that, and, and, and what was happening to me in December, which is that in, at that time, I was still, I hated my experience and I was trying to fight it, change it, do something about it. Whereas this time, I basically completely leaned in, Jason. I, I allowed myself to feel every single emotion that was coming fully. So when I felt anxious, I allowed myself to feel anxious. I wasn't trying to change it, fight it. I wasn't even trying, it wasn't even, I can't explain this to you, but it was almost as if, 
I, I, I saw very clearly, and again, this was my insight to it, so you obviously it might not sound the same or feel the same way to others, but I almost saw what, I saw my experience and what was happening. And I saw that all these emotions, the anger and the anxiety that I've been experiencing so intensely were happening as if on the surface. Like I was telling you about that, the, the best metaphor that I came, uh, sort of came up with was the, the ocean. When, when you have a storm, a storm happens and there are these waves and they look scary and they are so chaotic and, you know, and, and, and so <laughs> everything is so intense. But I just had this real awareness that all of it, even though it was so scary and intense, it was all happening on the surface. And just like the ocean at the bottom is always calm, is always stable, mm. is always quiet. And, and that was the difference uh, in my experience that I had a full awareness that I was able to lose myself in that storm, but not really, without really losing myself. Mm. You know? I can't, I can't explain it any better. It was just, I basically knew that from that moment on, and again, I don't know how long it's going to last. We're now April, but I just basically, genuinely, I felt like for the first time, I not only don't fight my experience anymore, I fully embrace it to the point of sometimes even really liking it. <laughs> Just completely mm. mental. Because <laughs> how on earth can you like feeling anxious, or how on earth can you can you like feeling angry or something like that? I mean, it's ridiculous, right? But there is something. There's just something that happened in that moment where I knew that it's all taking place on the on the surface of that ocean, and that it can never change who I am underneath all of it. It can never take away the peace and the quiet that is underneath while all of this is happening on the surface. And that made a huge experience because it, it made a huge difference because the more I embraced that anxiety, the more I embraced the, all these intense feelings and emotions, the quicker they would dissipate, the quicker they would actually pass sort of as if by default. So I was able to function higher because another thing that happened was that there was so much going on in my life at that point because I was just about to publish uh, my book. That, so, so my partner had a stroke just three days before Christmas and my book came out uh, at the end of January, right? So I was really busy organizing and doing things around that. And there were so many things that I just had to you know, focus on and get done and, and all of that. And if I was sucked by that experience of that anxiety and anger, whatever as I was experiencing, there's no chance. I would just want to, you know, crawl in my bed, you know, cover myself with a quilt right to the top of my head and never come out. You know, this is how it would normally look. But because I have that, had that awareness that all of this was happening to me on the surface and that underneath it all, I was really okay, you know, 
I was able to get so much done and stay on top of things that I am still honestly baffled by this whole thing, how I managed to do it, you know? Mm. When you described it, you know, when you described allowing yourself to have your experience, I'm kind of mm -hmm. curious about that bit, you know, because it's like, it doesn't sound like something you can do but it mm -hmm. just sounds like a function of like the, how you see it, you know, like that when you, when you see it more for what it is, then you're just more curious about the experience you're having. And you just like it, it, that's kind of just what happens when you, when you see it for what it is. But like, if I didn't see it like that and I tried to allow myself to have my experience, <laughs> like it's kind of like, that seems what does it like, even mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, more yes. more doing to make you know, uh -huh. like what does it mean exactly? That's the best question. What does it mean? You know, like you can't yeah. when someone says oh, I should just allow myself to have these thoughts, like how do you, you it doesn't sound like something you can do, you know? But you know, Jason, that's another thing that I oh, and I'm glad that you brought it up actually, because that's another thing that I that was I think a bit of a trap in my journey through principles, which is like I told you, it's about, it's a dance between remembering and forgetting, mm. you know, what it's all about life. It's, it's yeah. that dance, but, but both remembering and forgetting are okay. Right. Yeah. Which also means so when you remember, you come from, you operate from that awareness, which is exactly what you just said. You have the awareness, therefore you allow by default for those feelings to happen, right? Yeah. But when you forget, it comes not from awareness, it comes from the place of doing, but it still comes from the same place. And I think that that's we, where we, like, underneath it all it comes from the same place which means it really doesn't fucking matter you know what i mean if if allowing in that moment means that you're going to do something in order to feel better then freaking do it mm. just because someone told you that that you know three principles doesn't involve any doing yes when you have the awareness in the moment it doesn't involve any doing but most of the time you don't have the freaking awareness. But then you have that wisdom. If your wisdom, if, if, if a thought pops in your head that tells you, hey, rather than sitting in your head, why don't you go and make fool of yourself on TikTok? Where do you think that comes from? It comes from the same place. Just because, just because it manifests itself in doing something practically, that doesn't diminish anything. That doesn't make you any less awakened. I would actually argue it's the opposite. You just, just yeah. do it. Just do whatever occurs to you. If it occurs to you to read uh, when you're in that state of forgetting, which I call, I call the state of forgetting, right? Um, if it occurs to you in that moment to listen to Sid Banks, go for a walk, dance on TikTok, have a glass of wine, it's all the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, don't beat yourself up because you did something in order to make yourself feel better. Just be you. Just do you. 
whatever you do is being human whatever just do you basically and none it, it doesn't matter where it comes from it doesn't matter what your, what your level of awareness is at that moment you know just do you you know just and just relax into it just don't beat yourself up that you're going into action mode or doing mode in in that particular moment in that particular moment is something that is helpful common sense you know do it <laughs> yeah the, the, i think like <clears throat> there's no prescriptions right and that's the that's the main mm -hmm. thing i think in what you said uh, i definitely suffered with that you know i definitely um for a long time thought well there's nothing to do like it, it, two things come to mind one is like in my creativity in my business i was kind of sat sitting waiting for someone to knock on my door go here's your new business you know it's kind of like not literally like that but it was almost like that was the amount of action that i was taking you know because i was mm -hmm. thinking well now i've got this understanding everything's just going to fall on my lap you know and it's all going to happen for me and i'm not going to have to do anything and and the other one was as you said in my suffering you know like in my experience it's like well there's nothing to do you know there's nothing to do here and it's like yeah so i'm going to sit that... and be miserable <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't even that long ago when someone said to me <clears throat> yeah there's nothing to do but that doesn't mean you can't do anything you know and right. it was like and i was like oh right yeah you know it's kind of like what and exactly like you described if it occurs to you you know kind of like whatever occurs to you you know like doing something as you're feeling shitty like going for a walk or going to the gym or speaking to a, or whatever you know it's kind of like whatever occurs to you is you yeah. know is, is better than, yeah. no anything's better than sitting in, yeah. in the shitty feeling you know rather than rather than doing rather than sticking to some kind of concept that you created in your head about what you should be doing and what you should not be doing you know what i mean that that's also whatever it is it's also made up and that but i completely understand what you're talking about because honestly i really believe that is one of the major traps for a lot of people who come across their principles which is that you know this almost fear of do there's no doing there's no doing you know i'm not gonna uh, do any technique or try any exercise because there's no doing there is a lot of doing when you're forgetting when you you're not in that awareness there is a lot of doing and that's human experience so embrace it don't you know don't beat yourself up or the, over the fact that at this point in time you are actually doing something but ultimately i really believe that whatever occurs to you to do it comes from the same place your deeper awareness comes from the same place your common sense comes from the same place your every thought they all all of it comes ultimately from the same place so really it doesn't matter how it manifests itself and listen would i would i prefer to stay in that place of deep awareness constantly and like you know cloud nine experience yeah bring it you know i'd have it anytime uh rather than the rocky waters of the ocean that i described you know but that's i think if you ask me that's becoming less and less scared of those rocky waters is is what it is embracing that embracing that human experience is really almost i think the more you really get into the three principles the more you start to 
the, the less you try to escape to fight the human experience. That's what I'd say, you know? Yeah. We've got about five minutes left. I, I wanted to, um, uh, one of the things we touched on last week, and, 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 and I don't know about, you said about your book, but you said that, you know, about not getting caught up in the, in the 3P language, you know, just kind of like, mm -hmm. and particularly mm -hmm. how you wrote your book, you know? So was that, mm -hmm. was that like, when you wrote your book, was it kind of about making this simpler for people, you know, without getting caught up in all that stuff about experience? So, so anyone could read it or was that, was that part of your own process, you know, like seeing it differently as you went on or? So I would say this, that was another trap, which is like, because I listened to so many teachers, you mm. know, uh, they all have, you know, they, you, you hear me, I talk a lot, I talk loud, I, you know, I'm sort of like, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a loud person, a sort of quiet person. And I remember I had this idea that I have to like tone it down when I speak about three principles and like, you know, I have to sound more zen. And like, you know, and this is moving away from who you are. This is moving away from being yourself. And I truly believe that the more you allow yourself to just be yourself, talk the way you talk, use the language that you use. If you swear, swear. If you don't swear, don't swear. But don't copy anybody. Find, you don't even have to find yourself. You just, you just have to be yourself without comparing yourself to how other people do it <clears throat> so i can't say that i had this agenda when i sat down to write the book i'm not going to use the word three principles and i'm not going to go like woo woo or anything like it wasn't like that it was more really doing exactly that it's allowing myself to write the way i speak to be myself through the language right and and absolutely i have to tell you because i read a lot of um you know like osho style books and eckhart tolle and everything and by the way i'm absolutely not criticizing them because everyone has their own language to speak about these things but i could vividly remember how in the past i kind of was getting what they were saying but it was so off practicalities of life or something that I could relate to that I really didn't understand what they were talking about because the, that language was so spiritual, mm. you know, and so sort of the spiritual lingo. So yes, if I did have one agenda, it was to speak as simply as I could in my own way. Mm. Um, so that literally any person, even if they're like, I don't know, 17 45 75 or whatever they will be able to relate on a deeper level because uh they will be able to relate on the level of just human experience you know so you know one of the one of my favorite reviews of my book uh start starts on amazon's was saying this is not your typical blah 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 self book no sage no crystals or something like that Mm -hmm. I know exactly what this person was saying. It's, it's written in a very simple, just common sense language. And I think, and lastly, I want to say this, 
the moment I allowed myself to write this book without filters, saying exactly what I wanted to say, say it exactly in the way I would say it if I spoke to my best friend, mm. you know, that's when I really, as I was writing it, I had moments, Jason, where I felt like I wasn't even writing it. Mm. You know, it was almost as if I got out of my way and it was, it was just coming sort of through me. Whatever I was writing was coming sort of through me rather than me writing it. And I, and I, and I think that uh, from what people say about my book is, is I, I think if they, even if they don't agree with a lot of things, they really resonate with the feeling that comes through that book. And it's, it has nothing to do with me. It's, it has everything to do with that place that I was coming from as I was writing it, if that makes sense. So I don't take credit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard that so many times, you know, don't get caught up <clears throat> in the articulation or how you're speaking, but more, it's, you know, and as Sidoa says, it's about the feeling, you know, and it's the feeling that comes with the words. Like the words are not the bit that makes a difference, you know, it's the feeling behind the words that make the difference. And the more you're just being yourself mm. while you're talking about it, the, the, the easier it is to convey that feeling. It's when you try to be something else yeah. while talking about it, that's when you disconnect from that place. And that's when you can't convey that feeling, you know, because you go in your head. Yeah. Cool. I think that's a great place to end, you know, it's kind of, it's been a great conversation and um, is there anything you want to, anything you want to add at the end? Not really. No. I just want to say thank you so much. It was, it was great. Thank you. First of all, I'm happy that we met yeah. <laughs> sort of in a strange way on Facebook and thank you so much for having me. Yeah, cool. <laughs>